Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Hunger and thirst. And in the natural, when I think of hungering and thirsting, not a good thing. Right? When I'm hungry, I'll do, you know, here's a story. I wasn't always freaking loaded. I'm just joking, okay? <laughs> It's just a joke. No, I was very poor at one point in my life. Like, very, very poor. Like, to the point where I probably overdrafted more than I deposited. And, like, that, that hit my account more than it did paychecks. And it wasn't because I was, like, prodigal sunning it up. I wasn't doing that. It was just bills and I was over my head. So the reason I'm telling you that is because there was some times where I was very, very hungry, um, which is pathetic, you know? But why did I do that to myself, you know? Very, very hungry. And I remember um, finding some change in my car. Mm-hmm. And I went to any length. You know, now, today, Lex, there would be no way that I would go pay for a meal in coins. Right? Could you imagine? Could you imagine me pulling a bag of coins? No. I found my Yeah. And I wouldn't even go to the coin star. You know those things in the grocery store? Oh, yeah, because I'd lose money. I'd lose money. So it was like that level of brokenness. Okay? It was, there was a level of it that was self-inflicted, but also a level of it was just learning how to grow up. All right, so I was super, super broken that I found some quarters, enough to go get myself a couple hot and spices, you know? And I remember being that level of hungry to go to any, any, any length, right? Any length, even if it shook my pride and my ego and it shook my, my heritage, of, my earthly heritage of where I came from, even if it messed that up. You know, there was a day where literally couldn't afford laundry detergent. You know, literally got my internet shut off because I couldn't afford it. All you know, these kinds of things. And like, I hungered for things. Yes, food. Okay, and then there's this thirst thing. Have you ever any, anybody been like stranded? And you're like, oh, frick, I have zero water, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, maybe at work. If you work outside, you're like, oh, my gosh, I will never not be thirsty. You know, kind of that <laughs> that mentality, you know. I don't know if you guys feel that after going to the gym or, or what. I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, but, <laughs> like, oh, wow, I am so thirsty, and I will never not be thirsty no matter how much I drink, you know. Um, but you'll go to any single, any length, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember I was back in the day painting houses and um, I was so, so thirsty. And the house that we were working on, I didn't have a hose, so I couldn't open up the water and hose. The- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably led to some health 
I'll say, maybe no one likes those. But my story is I went to the neighbor's house, turned on their water, and fired up their house. I was willing to go to any length, no matter if it meant somebody coming outside and me slurping on a hose <laughs> off of their water, you know, kind of thing. I guess why I'm telling you that is when I'm thirsty, or actually when I'm hungry, I get weak and I get shaky. Mm -hmm. And I'll go to any length to get a bite. Mm -hmm. When I'm thirsty, I get tired and a raging headache. And I'll go to any length to get a drink of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right? All you'll go to any length. Right? Yes. So this is what I'm supposed to do with righteousness. I am blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. What's this mean? I'm supposed to go to any length for righteousness sake. This isn't going to be a long message, but it's going to be a good one. We're not here for a long time, but we're here for a good time. Okay? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness sake. Am I willing to go to any length for righteousness? What is righteousness? Why would I want to hunger and thirst for that? Anybody know what righteousness is? It's simple. Or maybe not. What's righteousness? Thinking out loud, righteousness is being closer to the Father. Huh? Being closer with the Father. Being closer with the Father. Okay, sure. That's fine. Don't need to justify anything in this house. Even as like the standard of the kingdom. Yes. Who is righteousness? Jesus. Jesus. Great. Pretty good standard for the kingdom, yes? Yes. Right? The standard I am to blessed are those who hunger and thirst for Jesus. Wow. And then the crazy part is that they will be satisfied. So if I hunger and thirst, which I don't know about you guys, I eat every day. I drink something every day. So this sounds like kind of a daily activity then. Yes? Yes. If I don't, like when I walked into the door today at 530, I was hungry. Right? I was hungry. Why? Because I didn't eat anything up until that point. And I was hungry. Yes? Yes. This doesn't say, blessed are those who starve. <laughs> this is, blessed are those who hunger. Blessed are those who hunger. It's a daily thing. You get hungry daily. If you don't, hey, maybe let's talk because maybe something's wrong or maybe talk to a doctor right you should get hungry every day right everybody has a drink in front of them so you get thirsty every day well benji doesn't benji 
Tommy. Thanks. Ruining illustrations. <laughs> right? Everybody has a drink in front of them. Here it is, right? So, you thirst. It's a daily thing. This blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for Jesus, is not, oh, well, I did once. <laughs> Which, hey, don't chuckle too hard because some of you guys might fall into that, right? Don't want to offend anybody in this place, right? <laughs> We're actually then you're starving yourself. It doesn't say that. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Blessed are those who need daily Jesus. Blessed are those who need the, you know, uh, the, the necessities of life, which equals Jesus, the bread and the water. Bread and water. He says, eat this in remembrance of me. Yes? Yeah. It breaks the bread. This is its heels. Right? He says to the Serpentian woman, I can give you water or you'll never thirst again. Right? Holy crap. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Anybody want that? Yes. Yeah, I do because I don't like what I'm just doing. <laughs> 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 you see what this is? This isn't a, well, I, I said that prayer at church camp once. Yeah. And I rededicated myself maybe five years later and then another two years later and then one and then turned into six months. No, doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yeah, Blessed are those who need Jesus daily. For they will be satisfied. What a concept. I could stop here. And you'd be like, wow, thanks, what? You wouldn't do anything with it. Like any other sermon, but whatever. At the end of the day, this is what this verse means. So I guess my question is, what do you thirst for? What do you hunger for? And has it led to a level of satisfaction? And what was that satisfaction in? Others, yourself, or God? Because if I'm hungering for something else other than righteousness, right? <laughs> Let's mess with the verse a little bit, okay? This is not what the Bible reads, so, okay? I will preface it with this. This is not what the scripture says. Listen, yes? Okay? The scripture does not say, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for people's acceptance. For they will be, it does not say that. Mm. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for sexual satisfaction. Oh, doesn't say that either. Mm. Can you believe that? Because that's really weird. Because there's a lot of people, maybe even in this room, who maybe aren't even satisfied. So then my question is, what do you hunger and thirst? Is it mm. Jesus or is it something else? I told you it wasn't going to be long. I'm already my closing. Is it Jesus or is it something else? It doesn't say blessed are those who hunger and thirst for money. For they will be sad. No, it doesn't say that. 
Blessed are those. It, it says, for righteousness' sake, for Jesus' sake, then you will be satisfied. What's the satisfying? Better translated into you shall be filled. More than that, you will be fulfilled. What does it mean to be fulfilled? It means you're walking in who you were called to be. Isn't that mind blowing? Like, this is such a simple sermon. I love it. You know, I don't even have to do other stuff. This is it. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for Jesus, for they will have purpose. For they will be fulfilled. Right? Hunger and thirst sounds terrible in the natural. But in the spiritual, when it comes to Jesus, I want to be hungry and I want to be thirsty for the more. If I'm not, I'm probably not going to be satisfied. And I'll probably just chalk it up to something else. Right? I won't say that I'm not satisfied. I'll blame it on something else. I'll blame it on maybe you. Or you'll blame it on me, right? You'll blame it on, oh, well, my parents raised me this way, right? Or you'll blame it on, well, my freaking siblings stopped, right? You'll blame it on all of these other things instead of saying, actually, I don't hunger and thirst for Jesus. Because if you hunger and thirst for Jesus, then I'm sorry, you will be fulfilled. It's, it's an equation that works. It's brilliant. Yeah, this is a guarantee. Great point. This is a guarantee. So I think maybe let's take, I don't know, 15 seconds. That's all it should take. What are you hungering and thirsting for? And what are you actually satisfied in? What are you fulfilled in? Have you found purpose in a career? Have you found purpose in a relationship? Have you found purpose in fill in the blank? What does this look like? Have you found purpose in how much you make, where you go, who your family is? All of these things. I told you 15 seconds. What do you hunger and thirst for? And what are you satisfied in? Write it down. while I play the rest of my presentation. That was enough time, right? You guys text plenty, so you can you can type it pretty quick. And let's see, Tommy's writing, and it's taking him a little longer, right? <laughs> The dust of the devil. That's why he's trying to get out. He's sneaking. He's making that 
<laughs> Anybody want to share what they're hungry and thirsty for? Right? We all know each other well enough. It shouldn't be a big deal. Something that I'm hungering for. No, what? No, no, no. Overall. Not just one thing. I need you to get to the heart of the issue, not just the thing. The heart of the issue. Right? I can tell you all about my sins, but what's the root of it? Yeah? I can tell you all about what I'm hungry and thirsting for, but what's the root of it? Is it for acceptance? Right? All these things. Help me out. What do we think? I, you know right away. Yes, I'm thirsting for living up to these goals that I have put for myself. Cool. And what do you find in your satisfaction? Yeah. Isn't this fascinating? Anybody else? I won't post this. What are you saying? Huh? Making something. Making something. So you. So complete the verse for me. With that? Yeah. That doesn't work. Well, you know how I was. Blessed are those who make something of themselves. Huh. You're killing me. Or Have you been oh. listening earlier? Yeah. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for making something of themselves. For they will not be themselves. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for journeying through that. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Okay. So, not satisfied in that. Correct? Anybody else? Stability. Stability. In what? Anything? Work. Is it? Yeah. Work? Yeah. Cool. All right. Probably not satisfied. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she says she's unemployed. So she's not satisfied. <laughs> you know when the Bible talks about you reap what you sow? Yes? Yeah. What are you sowing into? And what is the reaping of that? This isn't just talking about like, oh, I'm just going to evangelize. That's not an evangelistic verse. That is, what am I actually sowing into? Am I sowing into kingdom or am I sowing into making something of myself? Am I sowing into stability? Because what are you going to reap? Great. Something not God. Yeah. You get my point? Yes. You get what you invest in, right? If I wanted to cry, if I wanted to climb the career ladder and, and leave everything behind me, I, I could, right? I'd shut this thing down. It would open up some more time in my life, right? I'd divorce my wife, right? I'd go get an apartment, right? Closer to that place. I could literally dismantle everything and create everything in order for this career ladder to build, right? Yes. This would be easy, <laughs> right? It would be something that I could take charge of, and it would be something that I would make myself my own God, and I could take charge of it, correct? Yes. I would sell everything that I have because it would be holding me back, 
all my guitars would be a, a distraction from my career because it has nothing to do with it, mm -hmm. right? Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. I could dismantle my entire life in order to gain that one thing. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to do the same thing for Christ? Are you willing to dismantle what you think you've created in search for God Almighty? This is not a cry to say, oh, well, I'm not satisfied, so I might as well dismantle my entire life. I'll get rid of all. No, I'm not saying that. I'm asking, are you willing to do that? Don't take me out of context. Enough people already do that. Don't take me out of context. Okay? This is very, very important. Am I willing to leave everything else in order for Christ? Right? All of us can list off all of these things that we hunger and thirst for. Maybe Jesus wouldn't even make it on the top ten. Oops. Right? Yeah. Let's be real tonight. Unless you're just way holier than everybody else, you know. There's we have other issues online. Right? I woke up two days ago and I thought I was gonna die. I was looking at WebMD, it told me I had colon cancer. <laughs> right? And I was like, well, frick, I'm done. This is it. Right? Still might, but hey. Yeah. You get my point? I could list off all of these things of what I hunger and thirst for. I don't want you to make a list because that's just cliche. I want you to blow up the list and make it Jesus. I don't need you to rank the things because you already know that, oh, whoops, Jesus isn't on the top. On the top. Nope, just on the top. Oh, yeah. Not on the top. So blow up the list and say, all right, Jesus. Right? Have you ever thought, why am I in the place that I'm at? You might be asking that right now. Yeah, why am I here? <laughs> right? Well, sorry, you came. You're sitting here. and You knew that this was going to happen. Mm -hmm. You didn't read verse 6, and then you didn't know this was going to happen. Right? This is it. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for Jesus, for righteousness' sake, for they will be satisfied. They will be fulfilled. They will be purpose-driven. Not for their own gain, but for Jesus' gain. I guess the, the, the foolproof check is, are you satisfied? Where you're at today, are you satisfied without Jesus being the center of your life? All of us should be like, well, probably, no, no, can't justify it. Nope, you can't. This, uh, like I've said 15,000 times, I think I've become 15,000 times. Like I've said 15,000 times, he has divine purpose for you. Yeah? You know that. Good. Let's go to this passage. Isaiah 45. 
Isaiah 45, verse 1. This is cool. If you don't know why after we read it, don't worry, I'll let you know. Verse 1, Isaiah 45. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus. You catch that? Cyrus is anointed. That's all you need to know for that, that first sentence. Whose right hand I grasped to subdue nations before him and to lose the belts of kings. To open doors before him, that gates may not be closed. I will go before you and level the exalted places. I will break the pieces of door, the, I will break in pieces the doors of bronze and cut through the bars of iron. Wow. I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hordes in secret places that you may know that it is I, the Lord of God of Israel. The Lord God, sorry. The Lord God, the God of Israel. I said that here. Who, I read it here. Who call you by your name? Verse four. For the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel, my chosen, I will call by your name. I name you, though you do not know me. I name you, though you do not know me. That's a pretty big verse. Cool? Okay, so let me tell you why this is sweet as ever. This is sweet as pumpkin pie. Let me tell you, okay? Cyrus. Anybody know who Cyrus is? No? Oh, now you do. You ready? He was one... He was the one and only Gentile ruler who the Bible says was anointed. Why is that important? Exactly. This is before um, Jesus, right? This is before Jesus was on a walking earth. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus did not declare that the Gentiles and Jews were at the same time. Yeah, that vision didn't hit Peter yet, where it says, rise, eat, kill, right? Yes. That vision didn't hit him yet in Acts, whatever. Yeah? Anybody know the Acts? Acts 5? Doesn't matter. It's in there. You can look. It's in there. <laughs> On the top right. <laughs> it is? I know exactly where it is. It's on the top right of my Bible. I know. I know. Now you all are going to James is going to be really confused because he just looks at his phone. He's like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's okay, so Cyrus, he's a Gentile ruler, and this is the only place in the entire Bible where a Gentile ruler is said to be anointed. This is cool. Why? One, Old Testament. Okay, this is a big deal. A Gentile is a non-Jew, aka me, you, and us. Yes? yes. Right? Unless anybody's Jewish in here, sorry. Not you. Okay? So, <laughs> so this goes to show, listen, this goes to show God 
is the power over all powers. And he anoints whom he chooses for his divine task. You already know this because I've preached on this like 15,000 times, right? But at the end of the day, I'm just going to remind you because it's those who are blessed, who are hungry and thirsty. Yes? For righteousness sake, for they get the divine tasks. Okay. Now, maybe, maybe I'll say it to this half of the room. All right? It's those people. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for Jesus. Yes? Yes. For they will get the divine task. Yeah, I'm going to say this is the Okay? Cyrus' kingdom spread across 2,000 miles. 2,000 miles? I don't even know what that means. Is that, what's that? California and New York? A little bit under, because it's 2,800. Is that 2,800? 2,800. Yeah. Google it. Hey, Siri. What's 2,000 miles? That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri. Hey Siri, what's 2,000 miles from the United States? From what? 2,800 New York to Cali? Yeah. But probably from Maine Because if they're measuring the world, Virginia? Yeah. Okay, so you see my point. This dude was in charge, let's just use the United States for a sake of example, mm -hmm. the most powerful nation. Yes? Mm -hmm. This is not a <laughs> political <laughs> event. <laughs> we, America is the most powerful nation on, yeah, on, the, yes. on the planet. Yes? 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 We can all agree on that. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So... Do you see what's happening here? Cyrus was AKA president, overall ruler, who was anointed over that space. Okay, so 2,000 miles is a good amount, yes? Yes. What was his special task? Anybody know? Okay, I'll tell you. The Lord had a special task in plan for. Cyrus would allow God's city, Jerusalem, to be rebuilt, and he would set the exiles free without expecting anything in return. That's this man. That's a pretty big task, yeah? <laughs> oh, big task. Huge task. You see my point? Well, hunger and thirst for Jesus. Mm -hmm. What if the Lord's calling me to something like that? Mm -hmm. Then I've got a big old oops on my forehead. Mm -hmm. And I'm hungering and thirsting for what? 
some bull crap. Right? I'm speaking myself too. Okay. Right? Yes. You see how these knit together? See why I read this in a Matthew 5, 6? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. What if Cyrus said no? <laughs> I love what ifs in the Bible, right? Because it makes my mind go wild. What if? Right? That'd be freaking wild. Where would our world be? It'd be a scary, scary place, yes? The Lord decides who he wants to anoint and who he wants who he doesn't want to anoint. Yes? I'm sorry, I can try as hard as I want to impart it to you, but unless it's his will, it will. Right? That's pretty good. Maybe you'll remember that. Okay? Now go to Psalm 42. Actually, go to Isaiah 55 since we're already here. We'll close with a couple scriptures. 55, one. 55, 1 and 2. All these will be 1 and 2. It'll be super easy for you guys to remember. Okay? Perfect. Listen to this. Come, everyone who thirsts. Forget, yeah? Come to the waters. Oh, yeah, this is prophetic, by the way. All right? He who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk with out money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? See what's happening here? Is your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me. Sounds like me talking. <laughs> Listen to me! <laughs> Listen to me and eat what is good. And delight yourselves in what? Abundance. Abundance, you said. Food. Rich, rich food. So he has no money, go and buy food. He who has no money, go buy food. Huh, it doesn't make sense, right? You guys are all like, yes, please. No, it does not make sense. But look at what follows. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? This is huge, right? Some pastors will preach, and I agree that where your money is, your heart is. Right? Yes. So, looking at my bank account, it's food. Look at my bank account, it's bills. That's right. What am I investing in? Is what is the better way to interpret this? Yes. Where my investment is. You get the point. Yes. Why would you invest in something if it's not bread? Remember, this is prophetic. So that means bread equals Jesus. Yeah, I know. Sunday school answer. Yeah, and you knew. I love it. Oh, thank you. Sunday school, yeah. 
Okay, does this make sense? Isaiah 55, one and two. Write it down in your notes so I know you look back at them. Okay, go to song. Oh, yeah, I'm running out of time here now. You guys are talking too much. So, <laughs> um, let's go 42. And hey, Psalms are not just for your Instagram page, all right? <laughs> They're actually something to be lived by. Okay? Man. Basic. Uh, Psalm 42, verse 1. Ready? As a deer pants for yes, as a deer pants for flowing streams, my soul. What? What a concept. My soul pants for you, oh God. As a deer longs for flowing streams, so longs my soul for you, oh God. My soul thirsts for you, God. For the living God. Not the other God that you've made up to me. Yes? But for the living God. When shall I come and appear before the Lord? My, oh, I don't do that. When can I go be present with God? Mm -hmm. Well, here's the keys. Get thirsty. Mm -hmm. Don't stay thirsty. Get thirsty. Mm -hmm. Yes? Yes. Again, Psalm 42. Verse 1 and 2. Now go to Psalm 63. I'm going to close with this, I promise. Psalm 63. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. Huh. Earnestly, I seek you. Interesting with concept. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll preach on that later. <laughs> my soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. AKA, my, my flesh is nothing. Unless it's for you. Sure, yeah. Okay. Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and your glory. Wow. So yeah, do you want to take this out of context? Oh, I'm going to dry, dry spot. Go ahead, take it out of context. Will you be satisfied? Heck no, you won't. But when you take it in context, my soul thirsts for you. I seek you. I need you. Right? Not in a starvation mode. Not in a survival 
mode, like I'm gonna huddle the wagons, but in just, oh, I need you. What's up? What's the longest streak? I say this loosely, okay? So bear with me. Longest streak you've read your Bible consistently day after day. Are you in it? Or did you break it? Was it a month? Which is great, cool. Month. Every single day, you read the word. Okay? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I understand. I understand. Right? A month. What would happen to you after that month? And you just put the Bible down and say, what would, what would happen? You're like, man, I feel jacked up. Yeah. You feel really messed up. Right? You have maybe a little bit of a culture shock, if you will. Why? Because your, your eyes aren't fixed on Jesus. Your heart isn't fixed on Jesus. Your soul isn't fixed on Jesus. Maybe some of you guys can relate. I feel like a camp. You're like, oh man, I'm a part of the Lord. I'm going to read the Bible every single day. Right? <laughs> then you make it a week. Everything is good. Then you stop. And you're like, oh, I miss camp. Right? <laughs> in this camp, I, I just encountered the Lord so no. You chalked it up to something else. What that was was actually your emotionalism going wild. <clears throat> Got you. Yeah. Hey, do you get this? Yeah. What are you hungering and thirsting for today? I want you to wake up tomorrow and ask yourself that question. What am I going to hunger and thirst for today? Is it going to be Jesus or is it going to be something else? And then at the end of the day, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, Lex, were you satisfied today? Were you purpose driven today? Because if you start with Jesus and you lose him in the middle of the day, I'm sorry, you're not going to be satisfied at the end of the day. Right? Even if the nuggets do win. Right? You won't be satisfied. But if you start with Jesus and you end with Jesus, I guarantee you, you will feel your day be purpose-driven for the name of Jesus Christ our Savior. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yes, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but that makes me get excited a little bit. As you can tell. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. It gets, it, it, there's something that happens in my spirit. When I have the opportunity to be purpose driven, fulfilled for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel better about myself, but so that he's glorified. This is not a self-help sermon. I'd have to charge you. This is for the glory of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Right? Why would he put this in if it wasn't to glorify him? 
Oh yeah, he wouldn't. So blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Simple. No hoops to jump through. No, oh, I've got to do it. I've got to pray enough. Got to pray 17 times a day or else I'm not going to be satisfied. No, don't do that. Simple. You're just walking with your friend. Right? You ever, ever have to force conversation with a friend? No, you don't. Not the way it goes. Living with Jesus. Say it one more time. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. I hope you guys listen. I hope you guys receive this over your life. I hope you actually do something with it. Right? Please. Be really cool. Be really cool. Look where we come next week and you're like, well, I don't remember anything you said, Lex, but this is how I lived in purpose. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if you just couldn't contain yourself, couldn't wait to come here so you could share with these people in this room, like, ah, this is how I was purposed on Monday. This is how I was purposed on Tuesday. On Saturday, Sunday, whatever it might be, this is how I was purposed. I guarantee he will. He's been beckoning you for a long, long time. So I'll say it one more time. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Okay, well, Lord, I pray that you, Holy Spirit, would haunt us with this truth all week. That we, that you would remind us every morning and every night. And that, Lord, we would send ripples through our spheres of influence and through the world around us. We love you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you, you know, gave us simple things that we could just talk about and we can grasp. Lord, I pray that there would be a, a spirit of repentance over the things that we have hunger and thirst for. Lord, if Anybody tries to run into a shame and guilt, then you would correct it immediately. And we would just, just be wooed by you. We would know your love for us, and that we wouldn't be guilty or shameful. But then we would just hunger and thirst for you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, we all said, Amen. Amen.